Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going? This is the uh, Black Phoenix. Um, thank you for listening to episode one. I know it was short. That was uh, meant to be more of an um, introduction than an actual episode. I know most episodes last 20 to 30 minutes, but um, we'll get to that point as we continue moving forward. Um, again, this podcast is based off of um, Phoenix and being reborn and, and the rebirth. Um, today, I have a special guest, um, Mr. Ra. What's going on, man? What's up? What's going on, bro? So, um, so we've just gotten together and we're going to have a, a free flow conversation about what's happening right now. Um, we're just going to talk about what we're going through. Hopefully you guys can relate listeners. Um, and we're just going to talk about what it's going to look like on the other end and just have a free flow conversation of what we're going through. Um, two black males living in Atlanta, Georgia, and, um, you know, we'll, uh, start this conversation. So how's everything going, man? Uh, you know, man, just taking it day to day, trying to, you know, uh, not go crazy in the process of isolating yourself and being quarantined and everything. Day to day, no two days are the same, even though we may feel like uh, the repetition of living room, bedroom, kitchen, yeah. rotation may seem like it's uh, kind of monotonous. Monotonous is... Uh, no two days have been the same on my end, still. Yeah, that's funny. I've seen people draw up diagrams of uh, destination points. For example, I have some friends from the Bay Area um, drawing up BART tra- uh, train systems where it points out living room and it's kind of like a train system. <laughs> like a subway map station. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. what it is. My, um, my mother actually, um, she... Uh, decided that she was going to take a wine tour uh, and put a different bottle of wine in different rooms in our in her house. So uh, the living room is like Italy, you know. <laughs> well, the kitchen is France, you know. It's different, different touring areas throughout the house with wine. Well, if the living room is Italy. I'm about to, I'll I'll, I'll skip the living room based off of Italy <laughs> going through right now. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool though. Kudos to that, man. Yeah, just gotta find some kind of way to keep yourself engaged and um, in motion. So this podcast, again, like I talked about in the beginning, was uh, it's about this concept of being reborn. Uh, we all live one life. We know that we have one life to live, but within that life, we can go through growth and we can go through um, turning points where we become better individuals, um, or we could just get to the will God has for us. Um, you know. Nothing is guaranteed. So the question I have for you right now, though, is um, what is one aspect of your life that you're working on right now that you're struggling in, but you see yourself coming out okay at the end of all this craziness? Uh, For me, personally, at this point, I think uh, my biggest struggle is just, it's so crazy to say it, but it's it's really just uh, trying to be okay with being with myself, you know, that feeling of isolation and that feeling of um, loneliness, I guess, that comes with, you know, not having the accessibility of friends and, you know, the distraction of uh, having restaurants to go to or different places to visit to kind of keep your mind busy. It's definitely a point in time where there's a lot of one-on-one time with, with yourself, with myself. 
and uh, that's also somewhere that I've been having a hard time with, you know, um, I want to be able to come out of this reborn, you know, that's the concept of, of the show is to kind of um, shed some skin and let some, some things go so you can, you know, stand stronger and live for another century as a phoenix would um so that's something that i'm trying to lock in on and get better with with doing it's just being with myself i like that concert it's kind of like kendrick's album huh talking about the caterpillar and then the butterfly yeah definitely like definitely like he's definitely that actually like his entire catalog but especially damn and uh to pippa butterfly has been very very influential and important to me past couple weeks and so much uh self-help and so much um self-revelation on both of those albums especially to Bippa Butterfly that I've kind of grasped grasped onto those two albums in these times that sounds really cool man so uh let's talk more about this because I, I agree with you the biggest struggle I'm having right now is um it's not necessarily a struggle I mean I'm going with the flow, taking it one day at a time, you know, there's other things that are happening at this point, and life is not going to stop, and I'm going to have to do what I need to do and continue with that, um, but checking in with yourself, one of the things that I do on a daily basis is just checking in with myself mentally, making sure um, I'm doing well, um, in those moments of frustration, in those moments of uh, loneliness, I'll accept it, I mean, it's you have to uh, be valid and accept that but at the same time if your mentality takes you on the dark end which um, could happen now because we're we're all so isolated finding strategies and getting ourselves out of that so um, but let's continue this conversation and just talk more generally about <clears throat> mentality and the importance of taking care of your mental health uh, and black men well so I know you talked about that I could tell that it's important to you which it's important to me too and it's good to know that I'm talking to a brother that sees that um, but let's talk about the challenges of us being black men and um, having this uh, image of not understanding how important it is to take care of your mentality just as a man period well you know I, I appreciate you um, you know saying that it, it appears that it's important to me because um, that's this is a new journey me and um, while it was always something that I thought was important it was never something that I was willing to put time into myself um, so I'm starting to feel more inclined to you know be more conscious of my mental health and um, you know just more aware of what, what where I am you know check like you said check it in with yourself and you know choosing to Control how you respond to certain certain situations. Um, it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm st I still struggle with. We all struggle with, but yeah. something that I'm more aware of now. Um, you know, especially being like you said, being being a black man in today's time. You know, it's one thing that you know there's a natural uh, a natural fear associated with with a black man, you know, in general. But then, you know, you pour that on top of today's climate in the world throughout the 
throughout the world as far as, you know, we're all on edge and we're all, exactly. um, you know, in a place of fear, whether you're afraid of the virus itself or you're afraid of, you know, somebody coughing on you in a restaurant or, you know, just the way, the way we're all on high alert right now can't be good for anybody's mental but especially when you pair that up with being a black male, it's a lot. It's a lot for all of us. Yeah. Um, and so I think now is just very, very important that we all, especially black men, though, pay attention to our mental health. I agree. I mean, it's because uh, <clears throat> we have so many different relationships. You know, we have relationships um with friends, we have relationships with our significant others, we have relationships with um, our family members, and just the whole communication aspect of it. Now, the thing that that I've been going on this journey for a while, and I'm not going to say that because I'm not going to say that I'm an expert, because right. it's still like a brand new thing to me. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm accepting is this is just this is a lifelong thing. I'm gonna I have these triggers. I have to be able to identify these triggers, and I have to make sure that. Um, I identify those triggers and validate them, but get away from them um, and make myself who I really should be, my full potential. Um, you know, it's it's important to do that because as as we were talking about now, as black men, we have all these stereotypes against us, um, but none of the stereotypes talks about how we're just like everybody else. Like we have fears. Um, right. You know, I'm I'm not gonna say my my uh, <clears throat> situation is similar to yours, but I grew up not communicating. I kept everything within myself. Uh, I grew up as an introvert. I also had a, a mad dog look on my face. That was my my regular, you know what face. I don't want to say that. I don't even want to keep it clean. Um, so a lot of assumptions come into my head, and um, and then when those assumptions come in. That's when things just start getting crazy. You know, the mind creeps in, validates some of those assumptions. So now, uh, in my 40s, that's when I'm finally starting. I mean, I, first time going to therapy was just last year, and it's, it's definitely needed. But I know this is a lifelong process, and um, it's important. Not only very important for you yourself, for me, but it's important to be able to communicate with the people that are around you. You know, and I appreciate the people that 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 love me. Uh, to the point that they accept me at my worst and help me get to who they know I could be and that provides challenges on a daily basis in my relationships like I wake up in the morning and I think about certain things and I think about certain people Um, but I also have this thing where I'm like I don't want to act as if I'm hounding you or I don't want to act as if um, you know uh, I'm stalking you so it's just this battle that we face on a daily basis of assumptions so the number one goal that I have right now is just not making assumptions even when I make assumptions I just want to get away from it and then I want to deal with you one-on-one talking about it um, to get rid of all these assumptions well, I think that's that's probably one of the biggest things you know is like like you said like identifying those triggers uh, you know acknowledging them and then you know choosing how you respond or like like you said like making them um, you know giving them the power but not letting them completely control you um, 
that's 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 I guess that's I'm trying to get to that point um, in my in my journey myself um, because I feel like I know where the triggers are and I know what they are, but I'm still not able to respond to them the uh, the, the best way. And so I think maybe if I can maybe adapt some of your uh, mentality as far as it being a lifelong thing then it may help me a little bit you know as far as just acknowledging like I'm not gonna be able to, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be flawless and, not. and I'm not gonna be able to take every trigger and flip it around and make it you know a situation where I, everything's gonna come out smelling like roses like yeah. and I have to acknowledge that and accept that because I think for me personally I put a lot of pressure on myself to be flawless and that's where a lot of my hangups come into come into play as far as yeah. communication and being open and um, being honest with myself and with people because I strive I want to be perfect as far as not letting people down or yeah. you know not having people look at me in a way that I don't think is honorable then I that mentality leads me to make mistakes and I'm trying to get away from that mindset, but also, you know, acknowledge who I am as far as, yeah, there are some things that aren't, that, that aren't going to sit well with me, and I need to be able to take those things in yeah. and not let, they, let, not let them, you know, dictate how the rest of my day is going to be or how I'm going to respond in that particular moment. Yeah. I like how you put that. It's like... I was thinking about this the other day. It's like when we're going through this growth, we have this potential of being great, but we also have to appreciate who we are at this particular point, you know? Yeah. You got to have confidence in yourself and you have to have that self-love, you know, and um, and that's very important to acknowledge that because you don't want to be with somebody that's in love with your potential, yeah. but not in love with you or who you are at this moment. So, you know, that's something important to me in my life, whoever I'm around. I want to make sure that they love me for who I am this minute. Like if I pass away tonight, I want to make sure that they love me for who I was. But at the same time, I know I could be better. You know, with the mentality and and and, and the potential that I have. So that's that's important. Um, and that's good talk, man. Let me uh, let's transition this to another point. Same same thing with the mentality and being able to deal with everything that we're dealing with right now. Um, you have kids. I know beautiful beautiful children. Um, and kids are at home. Yep. So one of the things that I have is I, I get mad at myself because I'm like, I wish somebody taught me this when I was younger so I can have more practice as I got older. So what are some things that parents or guardians or uncles and aunts or friends can do uh, to help kids understand the fact that it's okay to think this way or it's okay to do this and to provide them with strategies to become more mentally strong and be aware of their awareness you know for me it's, it's really one of those things where I think if you can keep the communication as open and honest as possible then that's really all we can do um, you know we, we try to you know at least me personally I try to let my kids know that the door is open and we can talk about whatever the situation, you know, may be uncomfortable for both of us, but i so much rather, you know, we talk about it together than, you know, they keep it to themselves and, you know, internalize things and, uh, 
about what's going on. Um, I think it's important at this point in time for us to, as parents, for us to, you know, pay attention to our kids' um, behavior and their their habits right. at this particular point in time. You know, um, it's, it's a time, like I said, like we said, it's a time of a lot of self-isolation. And so right now it is a whole lot easier to give a kid a tablet or a phone or something and let them kind of be on their own devices. But yeah. then, you know, also make the effort to, you know, establish some mandatory family time as far as, you know, play a game or, you know, um, have some kind of window set up where you guys can communicate yeah. without any kind of distractions of the news or social media yeah. or TV in general. Um, that's proven to help us at home so far just um, having those moments where it's like, okay, what can we do together or what would we normally be doing and looking at that moment it's like okay normally we would be watching tv or watching the show together right now but at this point you've watched every episode of everything <laughs> so you know let's let's transfer that next let's, season yeah, exactly the new let's, season yeah you waiting for the new seasons to premiere so let's let's take it let's substitute the tv with a talk or yeah. a board game or an art project or you know just a general conversation is always good because you yeah. just never know what's gonna come from you know a conversation about a song or a book what, what could come what, what different directions that could go in so mm -hmm. you know I think that's at least if I had any advice for parents you know just try to take full advantage of this time that we normally take for granted so that's dope I like that um how do you have a conversation with a kid or an adult? I mean, do you think we're at a point now where we have to learn how to talk? Because it's kind of like, okay, if if we're going to sit down and talk and we sit down and we have this formal conversation and we're going to just sit there and look at each other, it's going to be like this. Right. <laughs> so how do you start a conversation, man? And how do you respond? Do you think that it's important to train yourself and train others how to have a conversation? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a toughie because, you know, I think it just depends on a personality type. You yeah. Know? Um, if, if you're somebody who spends a lot of time in your head, it's, it's, it's a good chance that you've had some of, this con some of these conversations with yourself already. <laughs> so, so it's like, yeah, exactly. it's like, why effort to bring that conversation to somebody else when you've already had it in your head. Um, I just think, you know, if you're, especially with the quarantine thing, I think you're already surrounded by people that, you know, care for you or yeah. know your personality. So, you know, just try to make it as natural as possible yeah. and just, you know, don't put a lot of pressure on having a conversation. Just, just talk, you know, and there's no particular time frame it has to go for or you know you don't even want to have the conversation and be thinking the whole time like all right i think we've met the the 20 minute mark like let's go yeah. ahead and wrap this up now like you know you just want to try to you know just you know be honest and uh you know natural yeah more authentic yeah not not so much like hey let's let's have a conversation 
not talk to me, you know? <laughs> I think it's definitely something that, um, you know, happens naturally, but, you know, it, that's just in a situation which, with, when, when you're with somebody who, you know, you can talk to. Nah, I agree. I mean, you know, I'm I'm an introvert, but I can be an extrovert, and it depends on the situation. It depends on the person. I can have a good conversation. Sometimes when you're with somebody who's similar to you and you're both quiet, it might take some of that uncomfortable situation to get to to get to that point. You know, right. with me, a conversation is is very important. As I as you know, as I said earlier, you don't want to have a lot of assumptions in your head. And the best way to get rid of assumptions is to talk about it and to clear the air. Because nine times out of 10, 85% of the things you're thinking about aren't real, mm -hmm. probably aren't real. Mm -hmm. So to have those conversations, and it makes you feel better, you know? Uh, but the thing is, is like to have these conversations, you want to get to a point where um, it becomes regular, regular conversation. And you don't want um, the relationship to always be based off of just that type of conversation. You want to have fun with, with the individuals too, but it's important to have those. So I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Um, so what do you think are some other things that people are dealing with right now um, that they that they need to work on and, and they would like to work on? Because I've heard a lot of people say, and I agree to some of these, that this is an opportunity for us to come closer to who we are as individuals. We have the time. You know, uh, but at the same time, this is a traumatic situation. I mean, there, you know, deaths are happening, um, unfortunately, and people are getting sick. Um, you know, we have uh, the lack of leadership in this country and in the state and unfortunately in these schools sometimes, too. <laughs> We're surrounded by morons. But, um, you know, we, we, we have to make a way of understanding what's going on at this moment and, um, you know, I believe definitely this is, depending on what your spirituality is, this is definitely a time to come closer to God. Um, this is definitely a time to come closer to you, closer to your to your family. So we talked about mentality and mental health and how we can do that with ourselves and with our family. What, what, what else do you think people are going through right now and they could work on it to become reborn and come out of this a different, you know, better? Um, you know that that isolation, man. I think that's you know I keep coming back to it because I think that's one of my biggest things that I've gotten from this is that you know I I just it's been a long time since I've had this much time to myself with myself. True. And so I've struggled with um those you know those moments where you know there's nobody to call or yeah. you know there's nowhere to go. I, that's that's my biggest thing so far. Um, so if anybody there's anybody out there like me as far as you know having that revelation now, like wow, like I really forgot how to be by myself. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know that um, yeah that that loneliness that comes from that. You know sometimes in a normal world or you know when things we aren't in a pandemic. You know there's a constant flow of traffic in and out of your house so there's always somebody around to kind of you know keep you moving or keep you distracted or you know keep you in a in a state of moving forward always yeah. but routines yeah yeah but but every nothing there's nothing routine about what's happening right now mm -hmm. so even that's something that somebody could be struggling with in themselves you know right now it's just the 
the the off kilterness of everything, if I may use that as a word. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what was that? Off kilter, man. <laughs> coming with these words. All right, now, all right, uh, uh, Don King. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a manusing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think if you're a creature of habit right now, you know this this could be a hard moment for you because you can't hit the grocery store the way you used to, or exactly you can't, you know do certain things that was part of your everyday weekend routine and so you may be struggling with having that that thrown off right now yeah that's huge man that's huge this is good man this is fun um you know i hope people are listening to this and they're uh, agreeing and maybe later we can bring more people on and have more of a conversation uh, that sounds great so this is the last thing i want to talk about one thing i'm struggling with is sports man oh yeah i mean you're from cleveland so you ain't got to worry about that your, uh, your team sucks yeah i mean you know you you can only ignore them but for so long so you think the nba is coming back i don't think so yeah i don't think so i think we can pretty much wrap it up for the rest of this uh season especially nba but you know i guess people who are like you can look forward to maybe, ah, yes. maybe having every, every major sport on at the same time next year you know like I know, right it's yeah. like gonna put those Niners uh, and Dodgers baby and Lakers right like, well all of that at once I don't know I don't know if the NBA is coming back it'll be back but I'm just wondering if it'll be back at the same time as everything else. I mean, I guess that's physically just impossible, huh? You can't have baseball, football, well, maybe. basketball all at once. Well, we don't have any Bo Jacksons out there. Right, that's true. So, that's true. So there's no conflict of interest. It would be nice. I mean, that is a, a, a sports lover's dream to have everything on at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it might cause some uh, breakups and some divorces, but right. it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? Right. Right. So, we'll you, you know what I'm thinking uh, right now? You know who's probably enjoying this the most, though? Who's oh. probably killing it right now? Oh. Uh, e gamers. Yeah. E gamers are probably like, this is the, like, you want you want some entertainment? Turn on Twitch. And yes. You can watch watch what I do on the Street Fighter right quick. Yeah. What about TikTok? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't even know what's going on with that. I don't either. I mean, some people told me about that, but man, I heard. Uh, like people are downloading it like crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody wants to get. I mean, when you have this much idle time on your hands, you can only ignore but so many trends, right? Like <laughs> you can only not do something that your middle school kid has begged you to do all school year, but for so long. But this also brings to light the whole thing about how online features are important, and we we are in the future. I mean, you know, as an educator, that's. That's the biggest struggle we're having right now. Technology, just technology and online, and because you know we're doing everything as we're as we're as we're going. Right. Um, but it's just important to understand. Even if we come out of this, there's gonna be a lot of online business opportunities. Oh yeah. You know. Um. You know, it's gonna be interesting to see how people are gonna actually transition from this. Because hopefully, once this is all over, maybe people might enjoy this whole isolation thing and have a lot more thing to them. And it might completely take, you know, take a little bit of this whole coming out and enjoying yourself um, away from our culture. Yeah. You know, that could be a drawback to this, but it's just interesting to state that, man. Yeah, I but, think it's a good chance that the world will look um, very different yeah. after this. Yeah. Even down, you know, like you said, like down to the way people interact with each other. And we forgot that this is an election year, too. Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah, that's something completely. That's, that's a whole nother show. 
That is a whole nother show. Yeah. I mean, let's not get depressed, man. That's we a whole nother show. We had a good show. But I mean, uh, Michael Jordan's uh, uh, a documentary is coming on early. I, that's probably one of the best things to come out of this whole. <laughs> but I saw the schedule and they're doing it like two episodes back to back at a time. Okay. But it's every other week. Oh. But I mean, I think ESPN is smart for doing that. Yeah, I mean, because what is it, like a 12 hour documentary? Yeah, it's like, like 10 that? parts. Bro. Yeah, it's 10 parts. So, I mean, two. Two parts, you get two hours every day. I mean, two parts a week. Yeah. So two hours. Yeah, yeah. two. Yeah. Thinking so everything that, is that's an not hour. so yeah. bad. That's like not so movie. bad. I mean, the fact that they even like responded to the demands is is cool enough for me. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Like, uh, I, uh, like my biggest weakness is TV and and binging, just like everybody's doing. Yeah. But these, uh, you know, the people that are putting on these shows nowadays, they're doing a good job. Like. Yeah. You get the whole Dark Knight series all three in a row, and right. Star Wars all in a row, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh, but and then uh-huh. some of the games, some of the old games I was watching last night, um, you know, it's good to sit back and watch all that. But yeah, in conclusion, um, you know, I'm glad we had this conversation, man, because number one, we're gonna come out of this looking good, right? You know, we're gonna come up like you know some some phoenixes, and uh, you know, and 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 be better. And I appreciate. My man, Ra. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining me. Um, Pleasure, man. Definitely. And um, those of you out there, thank you for listening. Um, And keep your head up. Everything will be all right. And we're definitely going to come out of this um, on the the right end of uh, history. Yeah, we're the Phoenix. We are the Phoenixes. Well, I'm Black Phoenix. Well, I mean, it's it's implied already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, you guys. Have a good one. See ya.